0: It's Marissa Lee here, and I'm so excited to be sharing today's Solo Round episode with you. Whether you're a member of the voice community or beyond, your voice is your unique gift. And my mission, which has been inspired by my own personal and professional journey, is to empower you to share your gift with others. Now is the time for you to discover your voice in life, develop a positive mindset, and become the best and most authentic version of yourself to create greater impact. Ultimately, you can take charge and you can become the director of your own life. It's time for you to live your best life. It's time now... For a voice and beyond. So, without further ado, let's go to today's episode. Are you living the best of who you think you are right now? Are you living your life to your fullest potential? You know, we all have a psychological need to live in alignment with who we think we are. Essentially, that means that if you think you're a good person, but you're not acting like one, then you're going to have an inner conflict going on and you're going to feel frustrated, stressed out, upset with yourself, disconnected from your purpose, and alternately, that can lead to things not going how you want them to from that point on. This is because You're out of whack with who you think you are, how you want to interact with other people and what you want to offer of yourself in your relationships, your job and to the world. If you're not living every day and every moment to your fullest potential and turning up as the best version of yourself, don't feel bad about it. Many of us are walking around not being the most authentic version of ourselves. We're not being true to ourselves. Just recently, one of my guests, Jen Haddock, summed it up so beautifully. She believes that we're all unhealed children walking around in adult bodies. I love that because it really resonates with me personally I feel there is still so much work to be done in my life and in our lives we should never stop learning or growing or getting rid of emotional residual baggage. Ultimately, we must continue evolving into the best version of our most authentic and brilliant selves. I admit, that I still walk around with my own stuff and my own emotional baggage. But the only difference now is that I can acknowledge when that stuff rears its ugly head. I hit the pause button and I ask myself, is that thought or action or belief going to serve me? It's really weird because a tiny voice inside my head will say, "No." stop it. Literally, it's me telling myself off. If you're engaging in behaviours that don't serve you on any level whatsoever, then you need to acknowledge this and take some personal accountability and stop blaming others. Victim mentality is not going to help you. You can't go through life blaming everyone else because you're going to find that you are going to get suckered into a massive sinkhole that there is no coming back from and you are simply going to waste your life away. Instead, take some personal accountability. Even if the person you're having issues with is a total jerk, it still takes two to tango. So ask yourself, what do I have to do to fix this? And what thinking patterns or behaviours do I have to adopt right now to start tapping into the best version of who I am again? Often, when people say they've lost their enthusiasm, their vibrancy or their focus, what they're really saying is that they don't quite feel like themselves anymore. Sometimes it can simply be that they have not been focusing on themselves or what's most important in their lives. You need to create practices that keep you performing at your very best and living your best life, being the best teacher, the best wife, mother, daughter, friend, and mentor. And the way to do that is by creating intention. Intention can be something so simple. Even just asking yourself, who do I want to be each day, is so powerful and effective. To be fair, life can throw you off track, especially at the moment with this pandemic. Everything is so unpredictable, and other situations and other people will take over unless you discipline yourself to visualize who you want to become and set the intention to make those changes that you need to make to get there. If you're disciplined in this area, you can start to live the life you truly want for yourself and what you expect for you. An intention isn't necessarily a goal or something that you measure. It's simply a commitment to yourself, a promise that you make to yourself. Intentions align with your values and they can also relate to the type of person you want to become. For example, if you value productivity, your intention could be, Today, I intend to stay focused and avoid distractions. An intention is different to a goal because goals are far more formal. They are usually bigger ticket items and goals have structures and timeframes. Goals are your specific destination. They are a future achievement. And of course, goals are important because they get us out of our comfort zone and onto bigger and better things but the act of setting a goal doesn't mean you're guaranteed to achieve it and we can fail at our goals. Whereas an intention can be in the present. It's more of a feeling. So rather than it being something that you want to achieve, it's something you want to become. Without the right mindset, it's easy to get distracted or talk yourself out of your goals. That's why you need an intention. It's a little reminder of what you're capable of in that moment in time, and you can't fail. Therefore, your intentions may change from day to day, or you might stick to one intention that you use all the time because it works for you. For me, my intentions can change by the day, by the week, or by the task. Irrespectively, making positive changes in our lives takes awareness and intentional action. By setting an intention, you bring presence to your own thoughts and actions, and that means being in the moment, managing your state of mind, your body, your emotions in the here and the now. do you start your day without checking in with yourself first? Maybe you're one of those people who just rolls out of bed and gets straight to work. Or maybe the first thing you do each morning is put everyone else's needs before your own. And this can happen so easily to all of us, especially for mums with young children, and rightly so. I know when my girls were babies and toddlers, my mornings were all about them, of course, and much less focused on my own needs. But what happened was I soon realized that I'd fallen out of the habit of checking in with myself before the day started. And once the day started, I was on a crazy roller coaster and I felt that I couldn't catch a breath throughout the day. And that may be okay for a short time, but it becomes a huge problem the longer we let this happen. The thing is that if you don't take a moment to check in with yourself on a regular basis, you may start to feel a sense of disconnection from yourself, with others, with who you truly are and your life's purpose. How many mums say that? I don't feel like myself anymore do you say that? The more you neglect you, the more overwhelmed you can become. That's just how it is, unfortunately. Every day, you need to spend a few moments of the first hour upon waking, thinking about things that are important to you for that day. Things like, what kind of person do I want to be today? What attitude do I want to have towards other people at work today? What do I need to focus on to achieve my goals today? You see, your intentions can be a tool to guide you through the day as you're faced with all those tasks and all those decisions that you have to make. It can be a reminder of what you want to focus on because we all know how hard it can be to focus at the best of times. Perhaps it can be the act of reminding yourself to be present and to stay mindful throughout the whole day. Every morning, I sit with my gratitude journal and my diary during breakfast. I not only give thanks for all the things that I truly appreciate in my life, but I also check my diary to see what I have on for the day and I set intentions for the things that I need to focus on. For example, if it's a teaching day, I may set the intention that today I want to feel great joy while I'm teaching my students. My intention is simple. It's the desire to feel joy in my workplace, and that's fair enough. It's not a big ticket item. That may be something you desire also for your workday you're not asking to win a mega draw in the lotto. However, a little disclaimer here though, you cannot rely on the randomness of the world and the randomness of life to bring you that joy. The universe doesn't immediately deliver you joy on a silver platter. What you're doing is setting the intention that your actions today in your workplace are going to bring you joy. So go ahead and ask yourself, what seeds of joy can you plant in the soil of the day ahead? Setting an intention needn't take any more than five minutes and it keeps you connected to your goals, your desires and your needs. You could do this in your journal, your daily planner or simply in the notes section of your phone. So take a moment in your morning to pause before the day begins and ask yourself, what do I want to get out of the day? How do I want to show up? How can I do better? How do I want to feel? Here's a powerful one. You ready for this? I want to be kind to myself so I can be kind to others. Wow. That's one that I love and I usually put this down most days. By the act of setting intentions, it is giving you clarity. You will be clear on what you need to do to stay more focused, be more congruent and achieve the outcomes that you so desire. As you move through your day, you may need to define your intentions for each new segment of your day. This is called segment intending and segment intending is a really powerful tool that I absolutely love and I cannot recommend you do this highly enough if you don't practice it already. It is life-changing. Okay, to be clear. Segment intending is the process whereby you define your intentions for the segment of your day that you're moving into next. It's a way of mentally pre-planning your outcomes and focusing your energy and your thoughts on what it is you want to achieve in the next phase of your day. So, an example can be I've just arrived home from work and I'm about to go in and greet my husband. As I transition from the long drive home from my busy work day, I may sit in my car for a moment and set an intention for the outcomes of how I want to show up for my husband. I want to leave work behind me and my intention may be that I want to be present and focused while I spend a beautiful evening with my husband. So here, I have just stated that my intention is to enjoy my precious time with my husband because we spend so little time together due to our busy work lives. Sometimes I find that I've been so busy doing unrelated tasks prior to interviewing a guest for my podcast, and my mind is still preoccupied with cooking, doing admin, you know, all those types of things. Therefore, I'll take myself into my office, go through my interview plan and pause and say something like, I will listen carefully to my guest. I will have great energy in this interview. I will hold a safe space for my guests to share their story. Basically, I will set the intention for anything really that I feel that I need to be aware of that allows me to show up at my best, not just for my guests, but also for my listeners. You can see this as a simple, but it's a really powerful practice that has enriched my life and it consistently returns me the most positive outcomes. I have become much more aware of where I'm focusing my attention at any one given moment in time, and I've become far more deliberate in choosing my thoughts and my actions throughout my day. You see, you do have a choice in how your day goes. Don't let negative emotions build up, and then you find yourself feeling anxious about something like attending a business meeting with your boss that afternoon, because those negative emotions will distract you from the outcomes you want to achieve in that meeting. Segment intending allows you to follow the path of least resistance. And I suggest that if you're prepared to give this a go, you can start by asking yourself, who do I want to be in what I'm about to do? Keep it really simple. This process will allow you to be more deliberate in where you focus your thoughts. So if you're the one going into a business meeting with your boss, You may set the intention to listen to the thoughts and the ideas of your boss and to formulate an action plan that leads to a positive outcome for everyone concerned. I heard somewhere that Oprah does this. She actually asks all her guests in her pre-show meeting what their intention is for the meeting. And I mean, if it works for Oprah, it can work for us too. This practice seems rather simplistic, but it's powerful stuff and it's not (laughs) woo-woo. Anything that gives you clarity or offers you positive outcomes is certainly worth a try. You don't even have to share with anyone that you're doing this. Either way, you can take a moment in your day to realign your energy and your intentions. As you go through your day, you can train yourself to segment intent every time you shift tasks or actions. Again, it doesn't matter what the action is. What matters is your ability to focus and to align with it. Over the past couple of years, life has certainly thrown us a curveball and it's been hard to set goals. The results are uncertain and the future is uncertain, but you do have a choice. Don't respond badly and be reactive in your life. Be intentional. It is our current intentions, our process that create the future that we need and we desire and more. As we walk through life, all we can be certain about right now is putting our next foot forward. It's been hard to think about what is going to happen in a hundred steps time because you don't know how the ground is going to change. It may be harsh to say that in life you're not going to feel joy by accident. You won't have successful outcomes by accident. You won't show up at your best by accident. You need to set the intention in your own life. You need to activate a healthy and joyful mindset, no matter what, even during a pandemic. Think about the things that bring you the greatest joy and cultivate habits that help set the foundation for those things. Set the intention of who you want to be in the here and the now. Allow yourself little wins. It's time now to be very deliberate in your words and in your actions. I encourage you to stop what you're doing. Stand still and define your actions for your day or the next segment of the day you're about to move into. That does require you to find that stillness and the space where you can actually listen, listen and connect to your internal guide. I promise you, you will begin to create more powerful moments in more moments of your day. Now is the time to listen to your internal guide. Through deliberate intention, you can purposely design Your each and every day. Go and live your best life now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Voice and Beyond. I hope you enjoyed it as now is an important time for you to invest in your own self-care, personal growth and education. Use every day as an opportunity to learn and to grow so you can show up feeling empowered and ready to live your best life. If you know someone who will also be inspired by this episode, please be sure to copy and paste the link and share it with them. Or share it on social media and use the hashtag A Voice and Beyond. I promise you, I am committed to bringing you more inspiration and conversations just like this one every week. And if you would like to help me, please rate and review this podcast and cheer me on by clicking the subscribe button on Apple Podcast right now. I would also love to know what it is that you most enjoyed about this episode and what was your biggest takeaway? Please take care and I look forward to your company next time on the next episode of A Voice and Beyond.